Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, my blessed, beautiful sisters and brothers in Christ. This is your sister, Heavenly. And if you're listening for the very first time, God bless you. Welcome, my new sisters and brothers in Christ. I thank God for your families, your soul, your uplifting hearts today that the Lord has sent you this way. It's a blessing. This is a place where your life will change. This is a place that our Heavenly Father has ordained for us to come together as a family, as a whole. And it's other sisters and brothers in Christ who has been listening and they're greeting you on as well. God bless you. And I just thank God for every sister and brother in Christ on here listening today in the name of Jesus. Today is Sunday, October the 4th. And it's a blessed day today. We woke up and seen a light of the Lord today. And it is 5.44 a.m. Eastern Time. But I just wanted to welcome everyone. And I'm so thankful to God that he has blessed us another day. And let's just meet and greet and hug in the spirit. How do we do that virtually, everyone? We just wrap ourselves around ourselves. Mm, mm. And that is us hugging one another as Christ will have us to walk in his love and love on one another. So that's our way of greeting and meeting one another, welcoming one another into this day today. You know, we have to be welcoming. We have to be kind. We have to be loving and gentle and all that things that all the things that Christ will have us to be with one another as a family. This is a place where there's no condemning. This is a place where you will feel the very essence, pureness of the Lord's love. This is the Lord's teaching. He is going to be teaching us every episode that he's been teaching. We've been receiving him in the name of Jesus like never before. I am a servant to the Lord. I love to serve the Lord. I love the Lord. And I am led by his spirit in everything that I do. When I come up on here, I represent the body of Christ. I represent the love of Christ. And so this is a place that you can be you. You can be in your healing. You can have your deliverance. Anything that you need, this is a place for you. This is called the waterfront, the spiritual waterfront altar in Jesus' name. Yes, this is his um, podcast that he has ordained for us to come. It is a place where we can release but it's a place that we can receive and it's anything we need it to be and everything that we have been praying for. So I just thank God for this place here because this has been changing my life and anything that God will have you to do, it is a blessing in the name of Jesus. When God calls you to do something, please take the call and, and follow Christ for the rest of your life because you will have life in Christ. So I'm just excited to be here another new blessed day in the Lord and with my sisters and brothers in Christ. I could not I could not wait to come back and spend my time with you guys. It is a joy to me to be uplifting. It's a joy to be encouraging others in the name of Jesus. So I just thank God for everyone's family up here. I thank God for every anointing that he is anointed in our life. I thank him for our children, our grandbabies, our aunties, our grandmas, uncles, friends, neighbors, and every one of you, whoever has a pastor and a first lady, God bless them in the name of Jesus. And if you don't have a church home, God bless your future church home in the name of Jesus. And I just thank God for all your church family members. And I just thank God for the things that he's doing in 
people's life that is close and dear to you. So I just wanted to share that and uplift you and your families and your loved ones because everyone needs an uplifting. And it's always good to uplift someone in the name of Jesus. So we're going to get started and open up with prayer. You guys look absolutely amazing. You guys are beautiful. You guys are um, everything that the Lord said you would be, you are kings and queens. And when you look in the mirror, believe that you belong to a king, a Lord and Savior. He is to all that will allow him to be their Lord and Savior. He is my Lord and Savior, and he can be your Lord and Savior too. And he's already other people's Lord and Savior. So if he's not your Lord and Savior, it's time to make him your Lord and Savior so he can be the head of your life in the name of Jesus. So let's open up. Our I pray that everyone got through the night really well. If you didn't, this is a place that God will turn it around. So this is a place that God said you could speak out. You could testify. Leave a message if you want anything to be brought out in the opening. You don't have to share your name. But if you want to share a testimony and you want me to speak about it and you want me to represent your testimony, please feel free. If you need a special prayer, please, if you leave a message, I will definitely message you back in the name of Jesus, my sisters and brothers in Christ, who are so unique and so talented, and you have these beautiful abilities, and you have beautiful blessed gifts that the Lord has given you to use for his kingdom and not to abuse in the name of Jesus. So continue to keep your head up high, continue to believe in the Lord so you can believe in you. You don't need nobody to believe in you for you. You will have confidence when you're walking in Christ, where it's not going to waver, when you live in Christ, you die in Christ. So it's a blessing to live and die in the Lord. Because when it's time to depart from the earth, if you are taking your last breath, you have taken it in Jesus' name. And you will depart and you will have eternal rest. When God when God wake you back up, when judgment day come, and you realize I'm finally home, it's going to be a new body, a new creation, a new spirit, new mind, new everything. So life as we know here will pass away. But the blessing of it all is that we don't have to pass away in eternity if we live right for the Lord now. So while we have breath in our body, let's do right by the Lord. Let's do everything in our willpower. We don't have no power of our own. But the power that the Lord blesses us to have in him will allow us to do everything he called us to do. But let's do everything in what we can do to maintain our relationship with the Lord, not just maintain it, but live in it in the name of Jesus. So let's prepare our minds and hearts, you guys, to just go into prayer right now. And as we're going to prayer, you're going to be open yourself. You're going to be opening yourself so you can receive the Lord and the fullness of His love for you. And anything that you need prayer for, open up to God. As I'm saying a prayer, just lift it up to Jesus. I ask God right now to lift it up for you. Hallelujah! That you'll be able to just. Focus on what he's saying in prayer right now. Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, O oh God, for this new blessed day. We thank you for waking us up to see another day, O oh God. We thank you for leading us in the day. We thank you for every person that's on here today, Father God. We are praying for one another right now as we're standing before you, God. I ask that you open up our hearts today, that we're able to receive everything that you have for us to receive, oh God. Whether it be your word, whether it be something uplifting, a message, whatever it is, God, we want to receive it at 
And we ask in Jesus' name, oh God, that you cover us in your holy blood. We thank you for even waking us up to see a new day and a new dawn. So Father God, in Jesus' name, I ask, oh God, that all the prayers, oh God, that have been going up, that you meet the need of every prayer, oh God. And Father God, I know in Jesus' name that the prayers are already answered, oh God. It is a set time that you have to work things out. But Lord, you are the miracle worker. You are the habit breaker, oh God. You are the deliverer. You are the redeemer, oh God. You are our strength, oh God. And we need you right now and today. And we thank you for the lesson that you are going to teach us in today. We know that it's going to be rich and thick, oh God. And we are just so excited, Father God, about Jesus, oh Lord. And Father God, I ask that you touch every mind and heart today. Lord, Father God, let us surrender right now everything that we got and bring it to you right now, oh God. Anything that we're holding on and not know, we ask, oh God, that we release it to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Continue, oh God, to comfort us as we need comfort. And when we're going through the struggles, when we're going through life on life terms, oh God, when we're dealing with grief or we're dealing with abandonment, oh God, or whatever it is, oh God, depression, suicidal thoughts, oh God, we just ask, oh God, in Jesus' name, that you take it off of us right now, oh God. Remove it out of our life, oh God, that our life can be in healing, our life can be in the purpose, oh God. So we thank you for your will for our life, oh God. We're here because we need constant change, oh God. We need something new in our life, oh God. Something safe and refreshing, oh God. And that is you, oh Lord. You are guaranteed to give us comfort. You are guaranteed to give us your protection. You are guaranteed to give us your love, oh God, because you are a promising God. You are not a liar. <clears throat> you are God of truth, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, oh God, and we thank you for your word today that's going to revive us in our heart, that's going to keep us in our mind, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for every touch that you're doing right now to work it out in a person's life, oh God. Some people just come up here for the first time, oh God, and they are looking for a Lord and Savior, oh God. So as they go to listening to the word, Father God, in the name of Jesus, get a hold of their soul, oh God, that they will just decide today is that day that I'm going to give my life to Christ. And I thank you for those who has been listening, oh God, who has been going through struggles, oh God. I thank you in Jesus' name that things are slowly turning around in the name of Jesus, because Lord, you are showing them that you got them, that you're working it out and you're working it through. Continue to bless everyone's family on here, oh God. Let us continue, oh God, to prepare ourselves to just receive you, to be able to share with other people. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you for the armor of God right now. And I thank you for the breastplate of righteousness, oh God, that we'll be able to stand against the dark world, oh God. No matter what comes up against us, oh God, it will not prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus, fill us up with your spirit, oh God. Fill our cups up, oh God, until we get an overflow. Let the overflow spill everywhere we go so more souls can be closer to you, oh God. And we thank you for this time and prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, hallelujah. Thank you, merciful God, amen. We always need prayer, my sisters and brothers, and I just love you in Jesus' name. You are so awesome, and I thank God for creating such a person like you. Yes, a person like you. You are a beautiful soul, and sometimes life can tear us down and wear us out, and we think because 
of the trials and tribulations that we're no good, we're nobody. No, we're somebody and we're very good in the Lord because he created us and God is calling us together. If God thought anything less, you wouldn't be here today. He thought so much of you that he brought you to life. And sometimes we take a different turn than with the turn that God has given us. We take advantage a lot. So today is today that we will continue This is the day we will press our way. This is the day that we will start new. This is the day for whatever you need it to be for you in the name of Jesus and the Lord. What is today for you? Is today your change? Is today your growth? Is today your lesson? What is today for you? So as we are going through this day, ask yourself, what is this day for me, Lord? Wherever you at in your life, Turn to God and ask the Lord, what is today for me? Today for me is to keep going higher in Christ. So what is your today? That's something for you to ponder. If you want to share, you know I love. If you share, leave a message and tell me, what is today for you? That's something that God wants us to ponder on. Today for me is to make sure that with the breath in my body, that I am upright in the Lord's sight, that I am close with God right now. And that's all that matters. This is what today is for me. Amen. So you have what is today for you too. So God bless whatever is today for you. Whether it be to change your thought process, whether it be to work on bad habits, whatever it is your today, it is your day today to get what you need from the Lord. That's why what is your day today? Is this is the day you're going to get saved? Is this is the day that... You are going to do things differently. Is this is the day that you're going to start giving to the Lord more? What is your today? Is your today is going to stop being judgmental towards others? What is your today? So I just thank God for giving that. What is your today? So whatever your to whatever is whatever is your today, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So why you got into your today? Make a wise decision in the name of Jesus. I pray that the decision you make will definitely change your life in him. Amen. So the Lord is going to speak to us about overcoming a feeling of abandonment. And the reason why, because a lot of people feel an abandonment. They feel lost. They feel like no one loves me. I'm all alone in this world because life has hit them so hard. They just feel like they nobody cares. But the Lord wants to change that today. He wants us to understand how to overcome a feeling of abandonment. If you can be, if you can overcome a feeling of abandonment, then you can overcome being abandoned. Or some people have been left abandoned, like when um, mothers cruelly throw the baby in the trash, or when mothers have, you know, or parents or whoever. That's just one example. But sometimes children don't get the love from home. They feel lonely and abandonment. And sometimes we know with, when you're feeling alone and abandonment, you might run to the wrong places that you're going to think that you're going to feel love. So the Lord wants us to run to him. When we're feeling alone, he don't want us to feel alone. He don't want you to believe that you're going to be abandoned for the rest of your life. Yes, some situations may have left us abandoned. You know, but the Lord is here to tell us that 
we're going to be able to overcome and how we can do it through praying and through the word. Everything the Lord represents is through prayer and through the word. And we can talk about it because some people have been abandoned in their life and they don't know how to feel loved. And that's all they knew. That's all they know, because that's what's been happening most of their life. But today the Lord wants to change it. If you have been one of them people who have really been abandoned all your life or half your life, a part of your life, the Lord wants to heal you from that, from the past. He wants to heal it from you right now. So today is your day. They said, what is your day today? Today, this is the Lord's day, and he has wonderfully made everything he possibly knew that he would have for you in today. So that's why the Lord got a lot for us today. We're going to open up. We're going to start first with Psalms 27. The Lord will have us to go and start with Psalms 27, reminding us and wanting us to know that he is the light. He is the way. God offers hope for today and hope for the future. Unwaving confidence in God is our antidote for fear and loneliness. So this is God's way of saying, this is our, this is the help that he's offering today. And we all, I believe, have felt at times lonely or abandoned. Like no one loves us and no one cares. So everybody may have a clue of what that is. And if you didn't never feel abandoned or you didn't never feel like you was just alone or lonely. You just know somebody who has felt that way. So this is for everybody to receive because if you haven't had this experience, you can share with somebody who you know had the experience or you could just share so so it can continue to go around so people could begin to be uplifted and being an overcoming overcomer of feeling abandonment, a loneliness, or whatever it is that makes them feel like no one loves me. God loves you as your sister in Christ. I love you. So remember, God loves you more than anybody can ever love you. I just love you. I'm secondary to the love. I'm not nowhere close to love's Christ. Christ's love, but I love you as Christ would have me to love you in Jesus' name. So we're going to go into Psalms 27. And if for those who don't have a Bible right now, the Lord knows that you are serious about your walk and getting closer to him. He's going to bless you with a Bible today. Yes, today the Lord, our God, is going to bless you with a Bible today. He knows that we have to apply the word, study the word, and we have to learn the word to be able to become doers of the word. And every day we have to have the daily bread, which is the word of God, and God is his word. So the Lord is going to work it out, and you can leave a message in my Anchors app, and I will get that Bible to you a couple of days from now. So that you can have a Bible. I'm here to be supportive. I'm here to be loving and encouraging to my sisters and brothers in Christ who is in need. We all have a need at times. We all need help. So I'm here to help. Make sure you get the word of God as well. Or you can download the Bible's app. And you can, um, if you have a smartphone or, you know, if you can buy your Bible, that's fine. But the help is here. God wants you to know that anything you need, he has it all worked out. So I thank God for you receiving your Bible today. Amen. And so for now, you could just listen to 
the word up here. You can just listen to the reading up here and you can go back until you get your Bible. You can go back and just listen to the episode as much as you want to receive the word until that Bible comes to you in the name of Jesus. And they have churches around that will love to give you a Bible and no charge. So it's free to receive the word of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we're going to go to Psalms 27. I'm going to read verses 1 through 14. Ooh, deep breath, everybody. Sometimes you have to take a good deep breath, right? Mm. I find myself taking deep breaths, you know, in between my, you know, time and day. It's very helpful. Breathe in, breathe out. It's just helpful to take a deep breath sometimes. It kind of helps slow everything down in you, especially when you're upset or angry. Sometimes it's good to take those deep breaths and just... Just being able to exercise those lungs at the same time. Amen. So I'm going to read starting with Psalms 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Verse 2, When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me, to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Verse 3, though an host should encamp against me, my heart should not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Verse 4, one thing have I desire of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Verse 5. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set the he shall set me up upon a rock. Verse 6. And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. Verse 8. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Verse 9. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. Verse 10. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Verse 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. Verse 12. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are rising up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. Verse 13, I have fainted unless I, be, unless I have believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And verse 14, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Amen. Let's go back through that. That was very uplifting. Thank you, Father. 
We got to know that the Lord is our light and he's our salvation. Who should we be afraid? Nobody. We should not be afraid of anything. And this has been fulfilling that God is saying in his word that he is our light. Yes, he is our strength. He is our salvation. We can be confident and trusting in everything he said he would do for us. Not just what he can do, like buy us material things, but everything he said in his word, he said we come to him, he would give us rest, he would fill us up, he would change our life, and we follow the word, we can have his power and his authority, if we're living right in him, in the name of Jesus. So let's just kind of go back a little bit um, and talk about it a little bit. And, you know, we often run to God when we experience difficulties. But see, David saw that God's guidance presence every day. When troubles came his way, he was already in God's presence and prepared to handle any tests. Believers can call to God to help at any time. But how short-sighted to call on God only when troubles come. Many of our problems could be avoided or handled far more easily by seeking God's help and direction beforehand. So we know that we don't have to wait till troubles come. We need to praise the Lord every day. So when the troubles come, we're already prepared in prayer. We're already prepared in the word. So we'll be able to deal with it and it won't feel like troubles. So we got to be able to call upon the Lord, not only when we're in trouble, because a lot of us have done that. We only come to prayer or church when we need something. And once we get it, we act like we don't remember the Lord. So the Lord don't want us to just come when something is going wrong. You know, many have had the sad experience of being forsaken by fathers or their mother, broken homes, difference of belief, addictions to drugs and alcohol, even psychological isolation can leave children <clears throat> excuse me, crippled by this loss. You could feel abandoned. Even as adults, we can get alone. The pain may um, linger, you know, that pain may suffocate us to the point we feel like we don't have no hope, no one's ever going to love us. But no, God can, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, my voice is just trying to go in and out. <clears throat> excuse me so much. God can take that place in our life. You know, he can fill it up. He can fill the void up. He can heal that hurt. He can direct us, you know, to, he can, he can direct us and he can take, and you know, he can direct us as to adults who may take the role of father or mother for us. He love, his love is sufficient for all our needs. Yes, so the Lord can fill us up. He can take that abandonment and make you feel whole, and make you belong, and make you feel specialized in Him. And you will. And this is what the Lord wanted us to understand. And this is why He gave this to us to remind us that He is our light. He is our way. And if you don't know that, today the Lord is giving that to you right now because He's giving you help. He's getting you the help you need through the Word. You just need His Word to open up your spiritual realm, to open up your spiritual life, to wait to feed your soul, to nourish your, you know, to nourish your um, spirit. 
You know, when you're hungry, you may eat and you be full, but we got to be full on God. We got to be full on God. We got to be able to be emptied out in the flesh so we could be full on the, the words of God so we can change, so we can grow. We can start believing that we're no longer feeling alone. We're not feeling lonely. And we can overcome this feeling of abandonment. So God is clearly saying, listen, if you have parents or whoever raised you or no matter who didn't or didn't raise you, God said he would never leave you. So even if anybody that raised you or if you might have been going to foster care most of your life and nobody loves you there, God said, excuse me, God said, I will fill your life up with me. And when God filled his life up, we don't want or need or thirst for anything because he will take care of us. He will supply everything if we just keep giving it to him. So you give it to the Lord in the name of Jesus. So I just thank God for that um, reading. And so now we're going to have another scripture and we're going to have an uplifting passage behind it. We have two scriptures coming from Isaiah. The first one is Isaiah 64 verse 8. It says, but now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay and thou art our potter. And we are all the work of thy hand. And the passage goes, have you worked with clay? It's flexible, strong, and almost impossible to ruin. God is the potter, but we, the clay, must hold our shape and endure. If we're marred, the flaws can be smooth. That means we have to hold ourselves in him together to endure whatever it is that we're going through. Not giving up. We have to be able to get through, allow him to get us through. If we feel alone, allow the Lord to come into our hearts, holy, fullness. That means he got our whole heart in fullness, right? And the Lord begin to speak to us and new life and new creation begin to form in us. So we become a new creature in him. The old things have passed away. All those past histories that's been haunting you, all the loneliness and abandonment you've been feeling is no longer you alone anymore because now you're realizing the Lord showed me his light today. The Lord showed me the way through the word. He said it and you know the Lord is not going to lie. So I'm just happy in Jesus name that today is your day to be revived in him that you no longer have to feel alone. And God said it and he's, he's given it to us in the word. And the next scripture is Isaiah chapter 27, verse 3 says, I, the Lord, do keep it. I will water it every moment. Lest any hurt it, I will keep it night and day. And the passage goes, to nurture is a constant job. God's ever-present attention gives us the tools we need. But we must choose to take those tools and grow toward the son of his love. Yes, amen. We have to take what God gives us and allow it to operate in our life so our life can change. God wants us to take it, but in order for it to work and for us to grow toward the son of his love, we have to take what he's given us and nurture it. And as he's nurturing our spirit, nurturing our life, we have to allow God to plant, 
to sow. We got to allow him to birth. And we first got to be reborn again. So as we reborn again, the old life has passed away. So if you haven't been reborn again, get reborn again. And God will show you if he knows that you want to be reborn again. He will set it up for you to be able to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior in your life. And he rose from the dead. And now when you repeat and say those words, you are saved by his grace. We are sinners saved by the Lord's grace. And I just thank God for that beautiful passage and uplifting that he has just given us from there. So God wants us to remember about his his glorious, he's very glorious as well. So we got to know the Lord is glorious at all times. He is worthy to be praised. And he wants the glory out of your life. He wants the glory out of each lesson he's teaching us. It's about giving him all the glory and praise. So he wants to be the only one that gets the glory out of your life. He wants to help you. So everything that happens, it was just God and God alone. It wasn't nobody but the Lord who saved you. It was nobody but God who turned it around. It was nobody but God who helped me get into a rightful place. And so much more that it was only God. Amen. So we're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 58. And it says, Ooh, another deep breath, right? Yes, it's helpful. It says, If thou would not observe to do all the world, I'm sorry. If thou would not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou may fear, that thou mayest fear this glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God. And the passage goes, the Lord is able to cause nations to rise and fall based on their obedience and humility. At a time when the people of Israel felt powerless and uprooted while wandering in the wilderness, the Lord reminded them of his glorious power and fearful name. Those who obey his commands will be blessed and safe, while those who broke his commands would suffer punishment and curses. The list of blessings is wonderful and encouraging, while the list of curses is sobering. Whatever happened in the future, the Lord wanted Israel to know that no no other deity could rescue them or guarantee their future. The Israelites eventually abandoned the promises of God, seeking their own plans, goals, and desires. Like the nations around them, they tried to hedge their bets by worshiping other deities, and they made alliances with people who didn't share the same regard for the glorious name of God. Over time, these small and large compromises added up. The Israelites lost sight of their unique calling before God, and that God became just another deity among a pantheon of false gods who promised peace and prosperity. The Lord is merciful and just, but he will not preserve his people for calamity forever. Those in search of God today should take note, lest they wander away from God's holy path and life-giving commandments. They may soon find themselves on their own, cut off from the the all-powerful God who desires to make them his treasured possession. And seeking to increase their security and comfort, they begin to lose sight of God's promises and power. 
And prayer says, Glorious God, help us to see both your power and your compassion, your zeal for your people and your justice. Uproot the whole of sins in our lives. Expose the ways we fail to see you as you truly are. May we humble, may we humbly seek and find you today so that we will remain mindful of your power in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, merciful God, for that in the name of Jesus. So God wants us to know that we can't just we can't just act like we could do our own thing and act like we don't need the Lord. No, the Lord just clearly stated that the children of Israel, they, they was worshiping other gods. And the Lord, you know, you don't want the Lord's power out of your life because once his power is not operating in your life, then that means the Lord has took his hands off of you. So we want the Lord to help us. We, we desire for the Lord to help us. We thank him for keeping us and we have to keep on seeking in him. So we can get the security and comfort that we need. So we don't have to feel alone or abandoned in the name of Jesus. So I thank God for that. And God wants us to understand that God is greater in our life than without our life. So God is greater. Remember that. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 25. And it says, um, <clears throat> even the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than any human strength. Amen. Let me read it again. That sounded really good. Even the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. So we know we have to go back into that and read it. So let me read it in a more English version. The, this foolish plan of God is wiser than the wisest of human plans, and God's weakness is stronger than thou, the greatest of human strengths. Well, I'm going to have to go back and read that myself because I quite don't understand that, so I'm going to write that down myself. See, it's good to take notes because this helps me go to the Lord, believe it or not. This helps us when you sit back and just listen sometimes, and you know you need to take notes because taking notes is sharing that, you know what, I really need to understand this, Lord, I didn't get that. So I like to take notes as well because with something, when I read it twice, I'm like, what is the true meaning behind it? I didn't quite get it. And I'm not ashamed to know I haven't got something. So it says, have you ever found it difficult to explain God to someone where it seems like any word you use just doesn't quite accurately describe him? It can be frustrating trying to understand God. This frustration can either turn us away from God because we don't fully understand him, or it can cause us to worship him. The greatest example of his perfect plan and strength is Jesus, is in Jesus. History is filled with attempts to deal with the problem of sin in our lives, but nothing has been successful through God's perfect plan. He sent Jesus to overcome sin on our behalf. Tonight, pause. And thank God for his wisdom. Thank God that no matter what comes your way, he is stronger. Worship him. Thank him tonight. Rest in knowing that he is on your side. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for your perfect and infinite wisdom and strength. May I try not to live my life in my own understanding and strength, but in yours. Amen. And a question. 
What are you trying to accomplish in your own strength that you can trust God with? <clears throat> well, what I did try to, before I started relying fully on the Lord, I used to trust that I could make my own good decisions. And I realized I can't make good I realized that I cannot make good decisions without Christ. That all my decisions need to be based in Jesus Christ. So now today when I make decisions, I make them in the Lord. I take it to God first. So that was my thing that I was trying to accomplish in my own strength, that I know that I can trust God with that. You know, so that was something when they just asked that question, I was able to identify with that. So what about you? What are you trying to accomplish in your own strength that you can trust God with? If you if you know you're trying to do it, can you trust the Lord to do it for you? Can you trust the Lord for his guidance? Even so you're trying to find your own way, but can you find your way in him? That's the question. So please share, you know, if you want to share or just tell it to the Lord. You know, if you don't want to share with nobody else, as long as you share with the Lord, it is perfectly fine. So I just thank God for that uplifting scripture, because every scripture to me is uplifting, even when I don't understand it. But I am going to go back for the full understanding so I can say, oh, okay, Lord, because I was thrown and I love talking to the Lord. I love bringing my supplications to him. I love complaining to him because he is all that I have. He's what I depend on. And when you get to a place where all you have is Christ, and no matter who said, I'm going to do this and that, you know, you got to go to the heavenly father first over everything. You got to talk to him regardless of what everybody else is talking about. I'm going to talk to my heavenly father. I got to tell him what's going on with me, even though he knows, but he loves when we come and we, you know, he knows our life and he knows like, okay, I'm going to see if she's going to come to me in the name of Jesus. I'm going to see if she's going to bring it to my attention. So we're going to have a prayer for overcoming abandoned. And as we have been going through these lessons, I pray in Jesus' name and I believe by faith that when you are listening to this lesson as you have been receiving the Lord in today, that you have been free of overcoming. If you have been free from abandonment, you are going to be in Jesus' name today. Your life is not going to be the same. You don't have to feel alone. So the Lord is going to give us a prayer to help us. And this is the Lord helping us being able to come to him with, you know, our feelings. And even if it's just not abandonment, if you're feeling hurt, because being alone and feeling alone and feeling abandoned is a very painful place to be. So God is prepared to remove that pain out of your heart because he knows it's been weighing you down. And He he's here to take that pain and fill it up with his joy Fill it up with his love in the name of Jesus. So I thank the Lord for his compassion to our emotions and our feelings in life. I thank God for helping us become the overcomers that he knows we can overcome. He knows it's about us. We just got to figure, we just got to know it. Until we know it, we won't believe it. So God is here to help today with us to overcome a feeling of abandonment, a feeling of loneliness, or a feeling that has been haunting us, whatever it is. But God wants you to know that you're not alone anymore. So the prayer for this that the Lord wanted me to say, it says, Father, I confess Jesus as my Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome the resentment I feel towards those who abused and abandoned me. Now I am your child. When other people leave me and I feel unloved, I am thankful that you would never, ever leave me alone or reject me. 
Jesus gave his life for me and called me his friend. He lives in my heart and I am on my way to heaven. That is plenty to be thankful for. So when I am lonely or discouraged, I can think of things that are prayer and, and holy and good, even when I am apart from everyone. Heavenly Father, I ask you to strengthen me and help me while in the presence of the dangers surrounding me. You have assigned angels who will accompany, who will accompany defend, and preserve me in all my ways of obedience and service. I am not alone. Your word says that there is nothing that can separate me from the love of Christ, not pain, not stress, nor persecution. I will come to the top of every circumstances. I will come to the top of every circumstance or trial to Jesus' love. You are concerned with the smallest detail that concerns me, and you are my help. I ask you for friends who will admonish and encourage me. Teach me how to trust others to be a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Help me to walk in your love and show myself friendly. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's go. I thank God for that prayer in the name of Jesus, and I thank God for the uplifting. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 41. Amen. I thank God we needed that prayer so we know we, how we, we ought to come and ask God, you know, Lord, help us, you know, help us, you know. Thank you for helping our thought process. Thank you for helping us in our mind in the name of Jesus. So as we turn to Psalm, I mean, I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 41. <coughs> I'm trying to sound as clear as possible, y'all. Okay, so the Lord said it through prayer. He said it clearly. We don't have to feel alone. So he's just going to take us through the word. And this is about how God helped Israel. If God helped Israel, then you know the Lord is going to help you. Amen. I'm going to read Psalms 41, verses 1 through, let me see, verses 1 through 29. Okay? So remember what the Lord did for Israel, Israel he was going to do it for us. He wanted to share some things in this chapter, particularly to remind us that he is with us. He's here to help us no matter what place we are in life. He said it and he's going to show us now not to fear. We can trust him. So whatever you receive in Jesus name, however you feel like this is, however you feel like the word has got a hold of you and that's how you receive it, then you keep it and, and apply it and allow it to be applied in your life. Verse 1 says, Keep silence before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, then let them speak. Let us come near together to judge, to judgment. Okay? Verse 2. Who raised up the righteous man from the east, called him to his foot, gave the nations before him, and made him rule over kings? He gave them as the dust to his sword and as driven stumble to his bow. Verse 3. He pursued them and passed safely, even by the way that he had not gone with his feet. Verse 4. Who had wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning. I, the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am he. Verse 5. The owls saw it and feared. The ends of the earth were afraid, drew near, and came. Verse 6. They helped everyone his neighbor, 
And everyone said to his brother, Be of good courage. Verse 7, So the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith, and he that smootheth with the hammer him that smote an anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldering, it is ready for the soldering, and he fastened it with nails that it should not be moved. Verse 8, But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, who I Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Verse 9. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called these from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea. I will help thee, yea. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Verse 11. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, as, as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Verse 12. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. Verse 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Verse 14. Fear not, thou warm Jacob. No, fear not, thou warm, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel. I will help thee, save the Lord. And thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Verse 15. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. Thou shalt thresh the mountains, and beat them small, and shall make the hills as cliff. Verse 16. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them. And thou shalt rejoice in the Lord, and shall glory in the Holy One of Israel. Verse 17. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue falleth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. 18. I will open rivers and high places, and fountains in the midst of the valleys, I will make the wilderness a pool of water and dry land springs of water. Verse 19. I will plant in the wilderness the cedar, the shitter tree, and a myrtle, and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the fir tree, the fir tree, and the pine and the box tree together. Verse 20. That they may see and know and consider the understanding together that the hand of the Lord have done this, and the Holy One of Israel have created it. Verse 21. Produce your cause, save the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, save the Lord, save the King of Jacob. Verse 22. Let them bring them forth and show us what shall happen. Show us what shall happen. Let them show the former things. What they be, what they be, that we may consider them and know the later end of them or declare us things for to come. 
verse 23. Show the things that are to come hereafter, that we may know that ye are God. Ye do good or do evil, that we may dismay and behold it together. Verse 21, 24. Behold, ye are of nothing, and your work of naught, and abomination is he that chooseth you. And verse 25, I have raised up one from the north, and he shall come. From the rising of the sun shall he call, call upon thy name, my name. And he shall come upon princes, a, a call, he shall come upon princes as upon mortar and as the potter treadeth clay. Verse 26, who have declared from the beginning that we may know, and before time that we may say, he is righteous. Yea, there is none that showeth, yea, there there is none that declareth, yea, there is none that heareth your words. Verse 27, the first shall say to Zion, behold, behold them. And I will give to Jerusalem one that bringeth good tidings. Verse 28, for I beheld, and there was no man, even among them, and there was no counselor, that when I asked of them, could answer a, could answer a word. Verse 29, behold, they are all vanity, their works are nothing, their molten images are wind and confusion. So there you have it. The Lord was describing how he helped the city and how some things was going on, and as he was describing also that if you trust him, he showed us through the scripture that he is going to be there for us. He will never forsake us nor leave us. The righteous man um, that he was talking about in the east is Cyrus of Persia, who would be killing, well, who would be king within a century and a half. He also mentioned God can even use a pagan ruler to protect and care for Israel because God is in control of all world empires and politics. So God wanted us to sh- wanted to show us that no matter who is evil, no matter who is who, he is in control at all times. So he just wanted to give that to us to compare the differences. Sometimes people think, oh, this person is so this or that. God won't use them. No, God would use even a person who is not walking in his spirit to show that he is in control. So that is the Lord telling us as well that we need regular times to listen to God. Waiting upon the Lord is expecting his promises, strength to help us rise above life's distractions and difficulties. Listening to God's help for be prepare, prepares us for when he speaks to us. Be patient when he asks us to wait and expect him to fulfill the promises found in his word. So we know we got to remember that and hold on to that. And if you want to go back and understand it more, just please go into the scripture the chapter and you can get a fuller understanding. God, I just wanted you, God wanted us to hear and get some of the understanding by describing how he helped Israel. He surely will help us in spite of evil around us. God is still going to be God. So 
So we got to believe that we don't have to feel alone or abandoned. As we are closing out, we just thank the Lord for the lesson of today. We thank God for coming together as a family, as a whole. So we're going to pray as we close out, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Heavenly Lord, we thank you for this lesson that you have taught us today on overcoming a feeling of abandonment, Lord. We thank you for filling us up today with your word, your love. We thank you for new mercies in today. We thank you for just teaching us your way, oh God, that we clearly understand that you are our help at all times and that we don't have to wait on no one. We don't have to worry about people not being there. We don't have to hold on to what people didn't do, oh God. We don't have to hold on to the pain. So Father God, we thank you that we were able to surrender what it was today, that we can feel fulfilled in your word. We can fulfill in your spirit, oh God. As we continue our day, let us be filled up with your word, dear Lord. Continue to press down on us, Father God. Continue to show us your word. I thank you for every prayer that went up. I thank you, oh God, for the comfort that you have given to those who are in need of your comforting word, those who are in need of your comforting support, oh God. For whatever it is, oh God, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. As we continue on this day, we are blessed to still be in this day. So let us continue to give you the highest praise, our very best in the name of Jesus. So Lord, touch everyone here today. As they continue their day, oh God, keep them covered in your holy blood. Let the drenching blood of Jesus drench anything that is against your spirit out, destroy the yoke of it, and put it back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. I bless your holy name, Lord, right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. So my sisters and brothers in Christ, it has been a joy and a blessing to spend this time with Jesus and you. I thank the Lord for your life. I thank him for the uplifting he has given you today. I'm going to continue to keep you guys in prayer. This has been your sister Heavenly. And I just thank the Lord that we can walk through our day knowing that we have him, that the Lord got us, and we don't have to fear being abandoned anymore. We don't have to feel alone. We have released it to the Lord and just keep on giving God everything you got. And God is going to give you everything that you deserve in the name of Jesus. So God bless you all. Continue to be encouraged through the word of the Lord. Continue to have a safe, blessed day as you possibly can. Don't forget to praise him. Don't forget to worship the Lord. Don't forget to spend time with the Lord. God bless you all.